Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. said that she left the show because of death threats and because she had a vision that her mother wanted her to leave the show. In my opinion, Lisa is leaving the housewives because the negotiations didn't go the way that she wanted them to go. And Bravo is always gracious in allowing someone to leave with whatever story that they want to tell. And... There is always the housewife side, Bravo side, and the true side. There are always three sides to a housewife story. Housewife side, Bravo side, and the true story. I think that Lisa, I know that Lisa Rinna and Kyle were experiencing death threats years ago with Puppygate. I know that because uh, they they told me, I said on Watch What Happens Live that I told Kyle and Lisa Rinna, which I did, if you're going to come for Lisa Vanderpump, you better not miss, meaning like, and then the audience took that to me and that I had pl- they had plotted against her and like they said they were getting death threats. It wasn't really that deep. I hadn't watched the show. I didn't know the context. So all I said 
was what I said. And it happened again years later with the Erica Jane thing. Death threats are not anything new. Another thing. Oh, let's go on a show and act like it's our job and we have to do it. Like, you know, we were we must do it. And we're getting death threats. So Lisa Rinna did not leave the show because of death threats. Lisa Rinna happens to have gotten death threats for years. That's a good thing to say about it. And her mom getting visions, I'm sure that did happen, but it's also not why she left the show. It's usually wrapped up in a bow. It's also very coincidental that Lisa Rinna was not go. It was, Lisa Rinna is a great housewife, brought the drama, was, you know, always getting herself into something because she put her whole body into it. She didn't mind being, um, she didn't mind being polarizing. She didn't mind being infamous. Lisa Rinna, who I told to go on the show and told Andy to have her on the show and who I told her husband to let, you know, have her go on the show. She was a great housewife, but she left the show when the fans didn't like her anymore and didn't want her on the show anymore. Like that's when Lisa Rinna left the show. That's that's when a housewife expires. It's okay. It's not when when it gets dark and the audience is no longer enjoying watching someone or when it becomes a hate to hate, that's when a person is is fired or their contract isn't renewed or the money they're asking for isn't given. But there certainly is no scenario where Lisa Rinna just decided I don't want to do the show anymore no matter what you pay me, bro. That that did not happen. Um so it makes sense that Lisa Rinna's mother came up in visions. And it also makes sense that there have been death threats because that's happened to Brandy. That's happened to Lisa Vanderpump. It's happened to Lisa Rinna. It's happened to Kyle. This is a show that many people have received death threats on. That does not sound like a great idea. But the only housewives that have point blank quit, left by their own choice entirely, Meaning not they left because they were being made a friend, not they left because the money they didn't get out, you know, that they left. There was like they wanted to leave is myself. Carolyn Manzo. I think Dina Manzo, Denise Richards, and maybe years ago, Lori. That's really it, ladies and gentlemen. Lisa Vanderpump, I think as well. Lisa Vanderpump as well. Lisa Vanderpump, myself, Carolyn Manzo. Dina Manzo, maybe Lori, and Denise Richards. Those are the housewives that have left completely on their own. Yolanda did not go back, but she was demoted to a friend. Like, they're all Fifty Shades of Grey. One season, Luann was demoted to a friend. How did she market that? Vicky was asked to leave. How did she market that? Dorinda was, at, you know, was not invited back. So it's a pause. Everybody has their own language in a way that they want to say it, but... That's the bottom line, and that's a fact. It's also okay to be fired from something where the criteria is to be a fucking train wreck. Like, it's okay. Or you could say it's not okay. How hard is it to just, you know, be entertaining on a housewife show? But it's not that easy. So you could look at it either way. It doesn't matter. Nobody's nobody's to be looked down upon because they were let go from the housewives. Like, it's okay. And the people that own that are really secure, and it's more interesting. Tamara was let go. And now she's back. So what does it really even matter? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. 
In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Melissa and Teresa don't like each other. They don't like each other. Teresa is the reigning queen of Jersey Housewives, but who gives a shit? But she is the reigning queen, and she does have that, and she does hustle and work hard, and I respect her, and she's a Rushmore housewife. Like, I'm not team anybody. I think Melissa seems very nice, but the two of them are so obviously in competition and jealous of each other and it's just like a sport to be competitive about what they're each getting and how successful they are and I always go back to the same thing that 
I understand why it drives Teresa nuts. She was an outsider. It was her show that she helped create and build. And Melissa was chosen and she didn't know. And so the whole thing just started off wrong. It's like getting a bad start and you can never get your footing. So damage was done back then with resentment and having to fake it till you make it and all of that. That is like residual now. That's one of the biggest problems. And they will never, ever resolve their issues. They will never, ever really, truly like each other. And you know where the worst place ever to nurture and improve a relationship is? Reality television. Like, there's a, there are a million people that you actually think you might like because you start filming and you're in you're on a desert island playing the Hunger Games. So you have to align with someone and you don't even know that that's what you're doing. But it's just like kill or be killed. And you just need to feel safe and hide somewhere and know someone and change something. And the producers are definitely saying, like, you guys need to make up. This is enough. The show is getting dark. I mean, the producers were telling Jill that that she had to make up with me and she shouldn't keep pushing this rift that season that she came back in and just like hated me and brought it into the show. The producers were looking at the board and they did not think it was going to be good for Jill or the show. So they were telling her, they later told me, fix this. Like they didn't like it and the viewers didn't like it, right? So, but the person in it can't see the forest from the trees. They just never want to film with the person again. And you're not even thinking about business because you're not thinking about good television like they're working and they want their show to succeed and the only reason that they're even interacting with this other person is because of the show but they are co-workers and in order for it to work and the show to work they have to work together in some way they can't just be separate and not film bravo will never go for that they'll have to go on a trip together they'll be they, they just will have to they'll have to be together they'll have to go on a trip together they'll have to interact it's toxic it brings everybody down everything Everything is affected. You get to a reunion and like make sure that they don't cross each other's paths. Make sure that their dressing rooms are nowhere near each other. Make sure they're not sitting next to each other. One of them is worried about how big the other person's hotel room was or how what their call time was or who gets to sit near who. Or it, It's just it's all disgusting, toxic shit that doesn't matter. But I've said before, it's elective stress. They both are working. They both are electing for electing to have this stress in their lives. And the thing is, neither of them are willing to walk away. They are desperate for the show, desperate for the fame, desperate for the relevance, desperate for the work, desperate for the money. Because don't remember, anybody who acts rich on reality TV is really not 90% of the time. It's all show and no go. So both of them would not still be here if they didn't need the check on some level. Yes, that includes Melissa. Yes, that includes Joe Gorga. Yes, that includes everybody. They need the check. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there enduring this or they need the fame but I think they need the fame and they want that check so both of them are not willing to walk Bravo knows this Bravo knows neither of them are willing to walk I was the worst ever housewife because Bravo always knew I was willing to walk and I would walk and that I didn't need the money and I don't need the relevance nor desire it so both of them will come back Bravo gets to drive Bravo gets to say yeah well you'll fucking film together or you won't be coming back because neither of them is going to say, I'm leaving the show if she comes back because they won't leave. It's going to be like that thing with two cars on a highway where they keep driving towards each other and someone's going to have to swerve off. And they're both either going to they're both going to swerve off and do whatever Bravo says. So this is all pomp and circumstance. Not unlike for years, every year, Kyle or Lisa Vanderpump said they were going to leave the housewives. One year, Lisa eventually did. Kyle always says she's not coming back, but you always know she's coming back. So people don't have a ton of leverage. And every housewife loves to say that they would walk away 
because it's just words and it, it, everyone's fucking talking about how they'd punch somebody in a face in a fight. But when you get punched by Mike Tyson, shit goes sideways. So everybody wants to act like they would walk away. But I've seen housewives, Dorinda for years, she's like, if it ever ends, I'm walking away. I'm never looking back. I would have a whole new life. I, and, and, and God love her. She's a great housewife, but she's walking back in because she thought that's how she would handle it. But she didn't like the way it felt to not be asked back. She just didn't like it. And I've seen it. I've seen Luann overplay her hand negotiating, then get demoted to a friend. Ask Andy if any of this is not true. I've seen her overplay her hand, over negotiate, and then freak out when they start filming. I've seen Sonia and Ramona do it. I've seen them negotiate till the mattresses till at the end and then say they're going to walk and then Bravo's going to walk because it's the two trucks on the highway going towards each other. And then Bravo's, Bravo does call the bluff and they're like, fine. We started filming already. You're not in the show. Then they fucking come running back for a lot less money. So the thing is, Bravo has the leverage and good for Bravo. They have the leverage and the women will do whatever Bravo ultimately wants them to do. So they both, if the viewer wants them both back and if Bravo wants them both back, they will both be back. No one's walking away. No one's leaving. They will have to interact. So once the show is ever over, which it may not be, they will not be friends. They will maybe bullshit, but they don't have the parents to hold them together anymore. So there's really no binding force to hold them together. Like the kids, sort of, not really. They will not, they will not have a relationship. It's just the way it goes. They just can't stand each other. It started off wrong. Bravo did them no favors. It's not Bravo's responsibility. But um, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. So it came out that Teresa has tax debt in New Jersey of over $1 million. Now, I have compassion for Teresa, and I feel like Teresa has a bill that she hasn't paid. I do not think that she knowingly didn't pay this bill. I think that she probably doesn't know what's going on with her taxes. I think that she probably doesn't have a great accountant. And I think she doesn't have a million dollars lying around. Teresa is a worker. Teresa is a working mother. Teresa, she does appearances for a couple thousand dollars all around the country. She will take that money. She will do that post. She will do whatever it takes. She's a warrior. She works. And she's probably good for the money. She's just working to get it. I don't think Kim, I don't think Teresa, Teresa, you know, Teresa's wearing fake bags and and clothes sometimes and, and doesn't seem to waste a ton of money. And now her husband spends on her somewhat. I, I know they said he bought fake Cartier watch bracelets for the kids and who gives a shit about any of it and whatever. It's embarrassing and horrifying. Like it's horrifying, but who cares? Buy what you want, fake or real. Buy your bags, fake or real. Who cares? I don't, who cares? You know, I mean, I, it's a fronting and stunting thing and I'm being hypocritical because I have a soft side for Teresa and Teresa showing her hair in her wedding. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Is Teresa acting rich like Kim Zolciak? I guess so. She was paying all the money for the furniture and then got caught. But I don't know. I don't know why. I have a, I have a soft spot for Teresa because she works her fucking ass off and she went to jail and did her time and came out like a rock star. But if I'm not, I can't be a hypocrite. So Teresa does front and stunt a little bit. It's just a different brand of fronting and stunting. Like Kim Zolciak acted like she was really rich. No one ever believed it, but she's kind of acting. Teresa's acting like she's sort of like Jersey new money, you know, big, glossy house that you could probably knock over like a card house because the outside looks shiny and perfect like a nice big whipped cream cake like Teresa's hair like it's like you know it's so like elaborate and over the top that I guess because it's funny and humorous and because I like her it lands better I, I Louis he was very nice I met him like I have a soft spot for Teresa so it's hard for me to talk about her being in debt but I think she works hard for her money and she probably isn't that smart about that type of business and doesn't know. I don't know. I just, I don't bet against Teresa. I think she's not, I, I think she's not 
a genius, but I don't think she's stupid. I don't know. There's something about Teresa. I just, I have a soft spot for her. I wonder. And people get mad at me when I really, when I picked her as a, as a Rushmore and people don't like her and people don't like me. I don't know. I like Teresa. I don't know what, what, maybe it's that I know Teresa. But do I really know Teresa? I met, met her a couple of times. I don't know. I have a soft spot. I don't know. It's not fair. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 